To us, magic sounds like this extraordinary thing. Pulling a rabbit out of the hat, coming out of nowhere. But it's here, it's real. And the more that we are open to the unseen, to the energies of this world, to abundance and manifesting, to calling in and growing, the more we'll be able to call magic into our lives. Join me as I share stories, wisdom, and curiosity around connecting with your higher frequency, tapping into the synchronicities of the universe, and opening up to the unseen possibilities that this world has to offer. I am your host, Dana Fay, and this is the Ordinary Magic Podcast. So a couple weeks ago, I was visiting with my family from my hometown and my uncle Tom listens to the podcast and it's so fun hearing his feedback because a lot of what I talk about on here isn't something that he would willingly seek out himself. He's just listening because he's my uncle and it's very sweet of him. So thanks, Uncle Tom. But he asked me, okay, Dana, tell us about these energy centers. <laughs> like, what are they all about? And what he's talking about are the chakras. And your chakras are your energy centers. And I think before on the show, I've talked about your aura and I've been trying to explain everybody has an energetic body. And especially when I teach through human design, that is all about your aura and how to work with your energy. And a basis of that, a part of human design is the Hindu chakra system. So I thought today I could just teach a tiny bit about the chakra system and just give a little insight from like a beginner's point of view about what are these energy centers and what's the rules around them and how do I tap into them? So what are chakras? Chakras are energy centers within the body, and they're often described as like spinning wheels or vortexes. They're part of a system that actually originated in ancient India and are believed to be essential for maintaining physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. These energy centers are like the body's power stations. So when I was a personal trainer a few years ago, I had this epiphany that something wasn't feeling right because I realized there's so many roads to optimal health. There's so many roads to work on your vitality. And I was only really able to help people with their physical health. But at the same time, I was exploring physical health, emotional health, mental health, and now spiritual health or your energetic health. And I, I just felt like, wow, I know it's easier to have a one size fits all program or something that people love to do, get to the gym these many times, you know, report, stay accountable, all those things. But it's not that easy. I remember looking at a woman in a group fitness class who was feeling so discouraged at one point because she just, she lifted so well just a week ago, hit all her PRs in her squats and her back squat. And then that day she just was like flat. And I said, well, where are you on your menstrual cycle? You know, where are you at on your cycle? Because women go through a different hormonal cycle throughout a full, you know, 27 to 35 days every month. And she goes, oh yeah, like I'm on my period. And I'm like, yes, there you go. Don't be discouraged. I know we're in a group fitness class right now. That's a one size fits all, but you're not meant to be able to lift heavy right now. In fact, if you push your body to physically lift heavy, it's going to kind of butt heads with you. 
it needs rest right now. You're literally bleeding. Like it needs rest. It needs warm nourishment. It needs fluids. It needs soup. And you need to be in your feminine and your intuition and sit more probably in your energy, to be honest, and be alone more. That's a great time for that. So I want to tie that back into talking about chakras today is that if you're working on your physical health and you're eating healthy and you've deleted the stress and you've tapped into your emotions and you're doing the things to help with your mental stress and something is still not clicking, that's when you can really start to look at your energetic body and your chakras are a window into looking into your energetic body. And this was a hard concept for me to grasp at first. And I encourage you today, if you've never looked up what each chakra is, is to just listen to me and sit in your body and see if anything resonates, not on an intellectual level, on a feeling level. Like when you sit there and I talk about a certain area of your body and a certain chakra, do you connect with that at all? Do you feel uncomfortable at all? It's subtle, but those are the clues and those are the things you can start tapping into to play around with it. And then you can start to intellectualize it and use the colors and all those things. And that can start to help you tap into your chakras more. So let's go over the seven different chakras. They're throughout your body, right? They're not physical, it's energetic. And there are these little energy centers or vortexes that are spinning, that are a certain size, that are a certain color, that make you feel a certain way. And they all govern kind of something different within you. So we're going to start at the very first one, which is your root chakra. And your root chakra is right at the base of your spine. And you can really feel that like if you're sitting in a chair and if you've ever done like a grounding meditation where somebody tells you, you know, think of a cord or think of tree roots coming down from the base of your spine, rooting into the ground. That's how you start to activate that root chakra. And the root chakra governs grounding, security your safety, your survival and instincts, and your stability. So the, the root chakra, when balanced, you feel like your basic needs are met. You feel like you have a sense of security and stability. And it's very important these days that we all tune into our root chakras daily, I would argue, because we are always doing things that take us out of the root, out of grounding to Mother Earth and into the head like driving very fast on our computers, on our phones, literally everything is taking us out of our root. And in order to really tap into our energetic bodies, we have to be rooted down into the earth grid. So the color that represents the root chakra is red. So it's helpful. There's going to be a color for every chakra and it's helpful to picture this color. And when you sit and like try to picture your root chakra, is it red? How big is it? Do you feel it in the front of your body? Do you feel it in the back of your body? You know, it's this energy center that can be like an aura, like open up or close up. So if, if you have an imbalanced root chakra, one that maybe could come to more balance, and that's okay if you do, some of the signs that you do are that you feel fearful a lot, that you have unstable life circumstances, that you sense a lack of direction or groundedness, like your energy is all over the place. And that maybe, I know for me, I mean, I'm a Gemini, I'm an air sign, so I, it's hard for me to stay grounded. I actually like to eat warming foods, you know, feel my feet on the floor, all those things. 
But when I'm not grounded, I tend to like run into the side of the wall when walking down the hallway, like with my elbow, you know, like I'll just be like, do, 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 and like hurt myself, stub my toe, all those things. It's because I'm way too heady, way too up in the head. I need to come back down, down and ground, right? So those are some signs when you're out of balance. So your root chakra really represents that most basic survival need. When you feel rooted down to Mother Earth, you may feel more calm in a sense of like, I've got nothing but time. You know, I don't need to rush. I feel secure and I feel safe. So that's the first one. Going on to the second chakra is your sacral chakra, which is located above your pelvis, below your belly button. So that area, it's like where the womb is for women. And this chakra governs your pleasure, your creativity, your emotions, your physical energy, and it's also the chakra for sexuality and reproduction. It's your creative center. You know, women produce babies there and they can also create there. And when this chakra is balanced, you feel motivated. You have an emotional intelligence about your emotions. Your creativity is flowing instead of stagnant. And you feel energetically balanced. You also feel like you have a balanced sex drive. And that sexual intimacy is something that you can tap into. When you're not balanced in the sacral chakra, you may have sexual dysfunction. You may have addiction. You may feel lethargic a lot. You may have fears and emotions, especially around being creative or sexual intimacy. This chakra center is orange in color. So when you're ready to picture it and you, you bring your awareness to that chakra, think of that orange color, tap into how do you feel when you bring your energy there? For a lot of people, this is an energy center that may be imbalanced, especially if, you know, if you grew up in a society of, of people not really talking about sexuality that much, this may be something that you can really tap into. And I know myself going through the birth portal, that was a huge upgrade to my sacral chakra. There was just so much blood flow and energy in that area. So that's your sacral. That's the second chakra. Then we're going up the spine again to just above your belly button, about two inches above your belly button, below your chest. And this is the solar plexus. The color for the solar plexus is yellow. And this represents your self-worth, your identity, your willpower, your ego, your drive, your goals for success and empowerment. And when the solar plexus is aligned, you feel confident, you feel assertive, you can manifest, you have optimism, you have a high self-esteem. When it's unaligned, you may have a poor self-image. You may feel extra critical on yourself. You may be more in your ego instead of grounded in your sense of real identity. And you may also have poor digestion because this is where your digestive system is. And the solar plexus, oh man, I mean, that's where a lot of people carry stress. I feel like people carry stress either in their shoulders or in their gut, right? So that solar plexus governs that. And there's so many reasons throughout our life for the solar plexus to shut down or be small because, you know, something may happen to you where you lose your, your self-confidence. So tapping into that solar plexus area just above your navel and bringing your power there and, and lighting it up with yellow and saying, I know who I am and I am confident in myself. All right, coming up to the next chakra in your heart center 
is your heart chakra. And that's located in your chest. It doesn't have to be right over your heart to the left. It's just, it's an energy center. So it's just in your chest, in the heart area. And this chakra uh, is the color green. And it is all about love and compassion, relationships, trust, forgiveness, healing, respect, gratitude. I mean, it is where the energy of love comes through. And when you're balanced, you have the ability to give and receive love. You can feel compassion. You can feel gratefulness. You can feel kind and empathetic to the world around you. Again, this is an easy one to, to be in balance sometimes. You know, if you've been heartbroken, if you don't want to open yourself up to love because you're scared, when it's imbalanced, you may feel jealous or maybe a little cold and, and shut off. You may have a victim mindset of why do things always happen to me? You know, you may be a little codependent, always tapping into that heart chakra, especially when you're wanting to feel the energies of gratefulness, of joy and love that just gives you a little energetic, like tonic shot for the day. <laughs> okay. Coming up to your throat chakra is the next one. Your throat chakra blue is the representation of that. And that's of course, all about communication, your truth, expressing, speaking, your independence, and also listening. And when it's healthy, you have healthy boundaries. You have clear communication. You're an active listener too. You're not just speaking, 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 <laughs> and you're able to speak your truth. And oftentimes a fun way to tap into this is when you have a cold, everyone gets colds throughout the year. And yeah, there's reasons you get a cold. You got it from somebody else. You've got it from going through something hard. You know, you're stressed, whatever it is, but also take a moment when you have a cold to go, what is it in my life that I'm not speaking my truth on? What is it that I keep shoving down my throat a little bit? And practice speaking that truth and see how it helps your vibrancy and helps you clear that cold. So when it's not in balance, the throat chakra, you have a fear of speaking up or you over talk. You may lie or have lack of boundaries. I am quickly interrupting this episode to tell you about my human design offerings. Are you wanting to learn more about what your human design is all about? I am able to help you apply it to your life and start living your design today. I offer a human design audio guide, which is a great entry level into your human design. We go over the most important layers, which are your energy type, strategy, authority, your biggest gift in this world, your profile, and your life theme. I also offer a full 90-minute human design reading over Zoom, and that includes a very robust document that you get to take home as well. The full reading are for people who know they want to dive deep right away or people who have already started their human design journey and want to start applying it to their life. You can find your human design audio guide or the full human design reading on my website at danafay.com. That's D-A-Y-N-A-F-A-Y-E.com. I hope to connect with you soon. Okay. Two more chakras left, guys. I hope you're still with me. This is so fun. So we've went from the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart the throat, and now we're at the third eye or the ajna in human design. And this represents intuition, dreams, spirituality, psychic abilities, your vision, your imagination. Love the third eye. I feel like I'm still trying to open mine up. And when it's balanced, you are tapped into your intuition, your spiritual self, you are self-aware, you're imaginative and open-minded. You have clear thoughts and vision. You can kind of see the difference between just mental chatter and this like tapped in intuitive mind. When you're not tapped into your third eye, when it's unbalanced, you may 
get nightmares. You may have anxiety. You may have a lack of inner guidance of how to conceptualize your ideas. And you may have low self-awareness. You may even get headaches. I love a great practice of just sitting and picturing my energy right between my eyebrows and then letting it go into the middle of my head, like almost a golden bubble, and then growing that golden bubble to like the size of my head, coming out a little bit further and just like clearing all the mental chatter, bringing it back to visualizing that third eye, the indigo kind of purple color that's right between your eyebrows and tapping into that. And then the last chakra right at the top is called your crown chakra. This is right at the top of your head or a little bit above your head. And the color is violet or white. And this represents your connection to source, your connection to source energy, to universe, to God, to the divine. And when balanced, you are connected to your higher self, the self that knows you the most. You trust in the universe and you have this conscious awareness that you are connected to all beings everywhere. When it's out of balance, you may feel detached from source. You may feel dogmatic that you have to follow certain strict, whether that's religious rules or just the guru or you know some 10-step plan instead of following your true connection to your higher self. You may be a little closed-minded, confused, or depressed. So tapping into your crown chakra, personally, this is really easy for me. As soon as I think about my crown chakra, it starts vibrating a little bit above my head. And then I start talking to my higher self, bring my higher self down and into my crown chakra and just feel her presence because she really is like this this all-knowing mom that is like giving me just wonderful direction and also making me feel loved, which is really amazing. So it's really fun to connect with your crown chakra, especially if you haven't before. If you even, let's say you are religious and you like to pray, right? Now when you pray, see if you can picture a white type of energy wheel at the top of your head connecting to that source to that prayer that you're asking for, whether it's asking for some action or just sending love, try to connect with that through the prayer. It'll be crazy how much more energy you tap into, almost like uh, like a plug-in into the socket and being like, okay, we're going to make this light extra bright instead of just like a little whisper. So there you have it. Those are the seven original chakras. Now, I'm still diving into different chakra books where they talk about all these other subtle ones, but really just to get started, your hands and your feet are super powerful. Start tapping into that. Feel the bottom of your feet on the floor. Do a little grounding meditation and you can do your feet, your hands and your root chakra all at once. And then play with those seven different chakras and just knowing what each one governs. If let's say you're having a hard time expressing yourself and you also feel a little bit numb, like you're not able to be vulnerable for that, I would look at your heart and your throat chakra because can you open your heart more? It sounds a little closed off. Can you open it more, tap into the energy and go, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable right now. And I'm going to open that throat chakra as well and really speak out what I'm trying to be vulnerable about. Or do you feel a block around creativity? I know for myself, because I wasn't good at art when I was younger, I just thought I wasn't creative. And I've had to look at that and call it a art wound and say, no, everyone's creative. You all have connection to your sacral chakra and the, the creative juice that can just really flow from that. And in order to tap into that more is really quieting the mind because your creativity will probably not look 
like what your mind thinks it should look like. It's not painting a photo. It's not, you know, drawing something beautiful. It may be expressing yourself. It may be music. It may be organizing and cleaning. There's a million different ways you can be creative and it's really getting out of your head and getting into your sacral chakra, feeling yourself in that that area below your belly button, above your pelvis of like, mm, let's turn the tap on. What can I create today? And play comes from that. That's a huge center for play. So starting to just allow yourself to play more and not try to figure out what your creativity should be and just be surprised by it. So there you have it. Those are some examples of using your chakras right away. Get started today. Let me know what you guys think of this. Let me know if you've ever heard of chakras before. Feel free to leave a comment in the show or send me a DM on my Instagram at Dana.Fay. I would love to hear what you thought about your chakras, about your energy centers. All right, take care. Ordinary Magic is a Lit Path Studios production produced by Jamie Gale and Dana Fay. Music is by Shane Ivers. Until next time, I wish you many powerful moments of ordinary magic.